0: Hi everyone, this is Esther, Esther Wells from Yorkshire again. Welcome to another chat with um, someone I've been working with recently and I find her um, inspiring. I think she's a misfit in the making. I'm not quite sure she's quite there yet, but I, I have great hopes for her future. But the reason why I wanted to have a chat with um, her today is I think um, we've had shared experiences in, in our lives and things we've gone through past and I think there's a lot of people out there who have gone through similar experiences and might benefit from what we have to say. So first of all, welcome Karen and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm good. Um, Hang on, before we go through any further, have you put on, um, have you put undone the mute because you're not coming through properly, I can see your mouth mouth moving but not coming through on the computer. So in the corner there should be a mute. says it's connecting aura or audio so say something now yeah you need to join the audio right can you hear me now yeah so much better okay after we sorted out that technical issue um how are you doing karen thank you so much I'm fine, you're welcome,
1: Esther. How are you today?
0: I'm good. Karen, we're going to have to stop this and start the recording again. Because I can hear you through the sitting yeah. room.
1: Yeah, let me close the doors.
0: Yeah, I don't want it on the recording. Oh, let's close the door. So no, let's just... end it
1: up. Oh. no,
0: you can't end it. I can, only I can end it. Karen, welcome back. Um, sorry about the technical issues, everyone. Um, how are you doing? I'm fine, Esther and yourself. I'm getting there. You know, it's one of those moments where's my sunshine gone? Mom.
1: Yesterday,
0: glorious weather. Today's grey. I want my sunshine back.
1: Tomorrow's another day. Let's hope it comes back tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think we just all need to go outside and blow really hard at the clouds all at once, everyone together, and then we'll shift the clouds and the sun comes through. What do you reckon? (laughs) Could be a possibility. Should we try? Uh, I do remember a while ago, Tim picking me up from um uh, hypnosis session and i i was just really sleepy when he picked me up and he took me outside to sit in the park to try and wake up a couple more or two, two and i was sitting in the park blowing the clouds away because that's what we've been talking about the hypnosis and he was like what the fuck are you doing oh you my- <laughs> weird <laughs> I don't remember sitting in the park going, <laughs> they're going, they're moving, they're moving. <laughs> I still do it to this day. But I'm outside, I'm like, yeah, just shift a bit. I'm going to blow shift you away. <laughs> yeah, but what? come on. Uh, most people who are going to know me know I'm slightly insane. It's the <laughs> best way to be, I'm telling you. Okay, so one question I like to ask most people, and I I keep on forgetting to ask, I'm going to ask you straight off the bat, what does the word misfit mean to you?
1: When something's not right.
0: Okay, so if we're talking about a person who's described as a misfit, how would you describe that person? not right for something in particular. Mm. So the way I see misfits and the way this podcast is all about, and I'm not sure if you're aware of this, is um, misfits is something I see as a positive. So if you look up in the dictionary it is really negative it's really damning it talks about someone being cast out and into drugs and illegal and, and it's all the negative stuff it's really like very very negative and i see a misfit as someone who does something differently approaches things differently achieves things on their own terms sets their own boundaries their own goals someone who does something for them or lives in a certain way or does thinks in a certain way or approaches life slightly differently and that to me is what's really interesting and I guess it came from for me when I was in the book or writing the book and and looking at the way I approach life and how I'm always different and weaving and that I know, I know from what talking about you, you know, you've had many experiences in life and many different challenges and facing it in different ways. So, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Oh, well, I'm 47 years old. I was born in Huddersfield. My parents, both my parents are originally from Jamaica. You know, we grew up. Obviously I grew up in the 70s, 80s and 90s. Being a child, good childhood, fun, love. Grew up with lots of love in the household, you know, but um, yeah, but getting older, you know, I've faced a few challenges. I've got two children, Um, was with my children's father for over 20 years, but separated. Yeah, so that was, that's been a year now since I've been divorced, and yeah, it's just trying to get myself back out there, trying to enjoy a bit of life, trying to, you know, see the world again.
0: See, this is what it makes your inspiration to me, and I, I don't know if you see this in yourself, but I certainly see it in you, is someone who's had a few knocks in life, not had a smooth run of life what's everyone let's let's be honest everyone out there has mm. ups and downs and life. everyone has challenges and difficulties and that all of that sort of stuff um but I admire how you're pulling yourself up how you're trying to get back out there you're trying to create a life for yourself that um fills you with hope and joy and enables you to help others um we were both uh, talking about you know who we wanted to work with and who who you would ideally in an ideal situation what would your ideal role be actually before we go into that I don't want to talk about that yet can you tell us a bit about your work history all the different roles because I know you've had many different hats and you've done many different things could you just tell us a little bit about that
1: I've done many things leaving school
0: Honey, you're, the sound's gone. Karen, Karen, stop, stop. I can't hear you. Karen, I can't hear a word you're saying.
1: From um, near. Karen, you,
0: you're going to have to start all of that again. I could not hear a word of it. For some reason, the sound went. I couldn't hear you at all. Oh So the um, last I've, thing I heard you say was oh, leaving school. Yeah, leaving school,
1: I did hairdressing for about two years. Then I decided that I wanted to be a mechanic because I used to watch Neighbours and watch Kyla Minogue, and she was a (laughs) mechanic. So that allowed. I never knew you
0: were a mechanic or hairdresser.
1: One year's apprenticeship, but then then decided, no, I don't want to be a mechanic. So then um, I went on to work in Sainsbury's in town, in Huddersfield Town Centre. I worked in there for like four years. Um, and then over the last few years, I've always been interested in like elderly people and seeing what's missing in their life. So I, um, it first started when I started being a cleaner. I started up a cleaning company um and I was I just started the cleaning company it was just for elderly people but um it was weren't doing too bad at first but you know I didn't have the support I didn't have the workers nobody wanted to work I couldn't find workers so I could only take on what I could manage so I did that for a few years but then whilst I was doing the cleaning I realized that elderly people don't really get to have good home-cooked meals every day and if they have a home-cooked meal if they have a meal a hot meal it tends to be a microwave meal so this is what gave me inspiration to start doing meals for the elderly so that took off but and ed- ed- like when I start a business I never really have the support you know, I, I, it's always been on my own, and then I try find workers, and nobody wants to work. So I can only take on so much work that I can manage. So yes, I was doing um, meals for the elderly. See, what I
0: think this is really inspiring is that you've you've gone to try and help out one way with a bit of cleaning and keeping a bit of company and all of that and then you've just seen a gap of uh, another way you can help but all of this is based around your heart
1: yeah
0: yeah it's based around wanting to care for people wanting to love people and just wanting to make a difference in their life
1: yeah
0: and and i just I don't know, I guess I love I love that kind of inspiration of going out and you know, like what can I can, what can I make of this? Like I need to find a way because look, look especially now, there's always people at home what are struggling to pay the bills. There're people who are struggling to put a roof over their head. And um I don't know if people know this, but I've been homeless before. I've been without a place to live. Or I've been in a, uh, and I, and when I've been homeless, I've always been lucky that I've had somewhere to go. I've had yeah. someone, yeah. Some, like a friend to live with, or an aunt to live with, or a member of family. You know, I've always had somewhere to go. So I'm always grateful. I've never been in the situation that I'm out on the street mm-hmm. or that I'm in a shelter or anything like that. But I've been without a home. Home, and um, yeah. I've lived in like studio sick flats to um, when I've crawled into bed at night and cried myself to sleep because I got no money to put in the meter because I've got no heating because I've yeah. got no because yeah. I've got none of that.
1: Yeah, and I know you now know I've been in similar situations. I've never been actually homeless to where I've had to find a bed for the night but you know I've been on the brink of you know not being able to afford my rent getting into rent arrears and receiving letters saying that I've got to go to court and you know so that's been quite something that I've experienced a couple of times before now you know so never I think
0: I think I wanted this to be hopefully, inspiration for people out there to think, you know, there is a way out. There are people that have experienced um, similar things and found a way to make it work. And, you know, I was hoping, because I certainly find you inspiring. I certainly find um, you're just I don't think you see it because you see yourself as someone who just shut down and is negative and sat in the corner. But I see it because you're not still in the corner. You're not still shut away in your room. I'm not still shut away in my room. You know, we've found a way yeah. to crawl and find our way back. We've found a way to start to put those pieces back into ourselves, into our souls again, because it is, it is heartbreaking and it is humiliating and it is really really difficult to be in those situations and to keep going but you've been in those situations and not only wanted to keep going you want to help others your your way back isn't oh i've got to help myself oh i've got to go and do a job and just find me money your way back is how can i help others and find money how can yeah. I help others and make a difference? How can I do this and still um, find a way back for myself? So yes, I'm looking after myself, but you're still, you're still always a bit in others' test. And that is extraordinary. Thank you,
1: Esther. Thank you. I always tend to, it, it's just what draws my attention. You know, it's what draws my attention. You know, I'm very, I don't know how to put it, but I do care. I do care about people, you know, because they say once a man, twice a child, you know, and we're all going to get there one day. So I feel like, you know, you put out, you get what you put out is with me. So I tend to like, try help people and try encourage people, try be nice to people and try have manners. You know, I teach my kids the same thing because I do think manners and being kind gets you very far in life, you know? So-
0: I think also when you're in that dark place, sometimes the only way out is to focus on someone else. Someone else, yeah. Because when yes. you're shifting, I've noticed since I've been working with you and things have been moving, is the more you're focusing on something else, the more you start to heal, the more you start to shift. So maybe as uh I don't know, I'm asking you what you think of the concept that when you're in that darkest, darkest place, the best thing you can do is help someone else. Do you no, believe that yeah. to be true? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah yeah Esther yeah yeah I think like I say I think you attract what you what you put out is what you receive I believe and the blessing might not come back on me the blessing could come back to my children you know I've got a thing that I believe that the blessing could skip me and you know, well,
0: actually, I think it's both because now you're starting to work again, you're starting to pe- get back on your own two feet financially obviously your children are going to benefit from that. Obviously your children are going to benefit because things at home become a little bit easier but more than that, they're going to benefit because they're going to see a woman who's knocked down and picked herself back up, 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 up. They're yeah. going to see a woman who was, you know struggling and having this and having that, but understandably, and then pick themselves up. So what are your children learning from that? You know, I think it. uh, you might disagree with us. I'm interested in what you think. Um, You know, children learn from experiences and I don't think necessarily it's always great to shelter them from the bad experiences. Uh, Of course, we want to protect them and you want to keep them safe. But, you know, sometimes it's good for them to see well, actually, life is a my, roller coaster, right?
1: Uh, well, I've never really wrapped my kids up in cotton wool, to be, if I'm really going to be honest, Esther. You know, obviously, when they were children, I allowed them to be children. But, you know, my daughter's 21 now, my son's 16. They're old enough to understand, you know, certain ways of life, certain difficulties in life. You know, I have teach them about people, about friends, about My son's at college, he's doing a multi-skills course, you know. He's I encourage him so much because, you know, it's 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 just this is with his future at 16, you know. So I try encourage him with college. My daughter's at uni, she's on the third year, she wants to be a social worker, you know. I've always encouraged her. And I think it has worked because I get a lot of compliments when it comes to the manners and things like that. And how they treat people. So, yeah, I've never really sugar wrapped them up in cotton wool to make them oblivious to life. I think life is has its ups and downs and it has its goods and goods, you know, so I think it has to be a balance of the two. You know, not everything. I think that oh, the
0: world, as a, uh, you know, lots of people are going through tr- difficult times at the moment. Lots of people are struggling at the moment. Yeah. And I'd like to think, you know, this maybe would give them a bit of encouragement to keep going, to understand that there are always people out there you can make a difference to. You know, even if you go out the, out the street. And just smile at someone as you walk past. You don't know what kind just of a impact.
1: Just to say hello
0: to somebody. Yeah, I've it doesn't have scary. to be major big things. No. But, you know, it takes you out of yourself. It stops you thinking about what is going on for you. And yeah. it also helps you if you can shift your energy maybe you can start thinking about other ideas of help of ways of getting yourself back on track other ideas of ways of getting yourself back up there and starting and it's a journey it's an absolute journey I mean I you constantly have a few steps forward a few back yeah and, and then it'll feel like you're one day you'll feel like you've done a huge amount you've achieved the loads and the next day will be shite. Mm. Um and and I I don't want our conversations here to be oh oh wow you just put a positive you just think positive and everything's great because mm. I I don't believe that's where it comes from and I know you don't. Um so Having said that, um, is there anything else you want to say or any other comments you want before I thank you for your time? Um, yeah.
1: Um, um, yeah, I just feel like, you know, if we all keep ourselves positive <laughs> and try think positive and try attract good energy, you know, and keep pushing on with life, You know, some things can't be changed. Some things can, you know. So if you feel like the world's on your shoulders, there's always somebody to talk to. There's always somebody to turn to. You might not feel like it at the time. You know, sometimes you sit there and say to yourself, oh, I haven't got anybody, but that is not always the case. There's always somebody out there that can just simply say a couple of words that can change your whole prospect of how you've been feeling or the mood you've woke up in the day, you know? So this is why I always think never, always try to be kind because if you try to be kind, like you see a person, you don't know the pain. Pain or whatever they're going through doesn't show on your skin. It doesn't show in your eyes. You know, you can't tell what a person's going through. So, just I'm a, just it's nice to be kind and it's nice to be nice because just being nice and just simply saying hello to that person or holding a door for somebody or seeing somebody struggling and just lending a little help in hand, you know, because this all relates back to like doing the meals and the cleaning for the elderly. Sometimes I was the only person that see all week. Sometimes I'd be the only person that would walk through their door for weeks, you know, so it just shows that there is people out there that, you know, it's just a funny world at the minute, but we just have to keep plodding on, Esther, we just have to keep on with life and try to keep positive.
0: Yeah, and just, you know, we have to be able to help each other. And, you know, mm-hmm. one of the positive things that came from the COVID was communities. People were checking on each other. Yes. People were, yes. you know, As asking the neighbour if they needed a bit of help with theirs yes. or asking yes. that. And I, I am a great believer that if we don't, the one thing we need to learn, if nothing else from COVID, is actually the whole world's connected. Yeah, you know, no yeah. one escaped COVID. No country, long. no culture, no religion. It doesn't matter if you had money or had not. You know, okay, there were circumstances that some people were more vulnerable than others. Absolutely, no, no doubt about that. But everyone was impacted in some way, and yeah. people turned to each other and were that little bit more. Kind and thoughtful and yeah. supportive and encouraging, and surely that's something we need to carry on as a world, as a society, as as people, as just yeah. human beings. Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Karen. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Um, I appreciate you. Um, joining me on a Zoom call
0: and having. I, the- I, I, I genuinely want you to take with you and believe that you are inspiration because I don't think you see it. And I think anyone who pulls themselves out of a dark situation should be inspired. I don't necessarily think people who are aspiring are people who achieve massive goals, is people who just keep on going yeah 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 and come out
1: the other end and have a story to tell yeah me too esther me too all right
0: you take good care um thank you so much
1: been a pleasure thank you ever so much thank you you take care bye everyone
0: we'll talk again soon okay bye-bye bye